Footy fans, welcome to the In The Clear NRL podcast as we head into round 19 of the NRL. I'm Chris Bolas and I'm joined as always by the great South Sydney Rabbitoh fan, Matthew Lawrence. Hey. Matthew, tell me, big week for South Sydney this week. It is um, John Sutton's 300th game, the first Rabbitoh in the history to reach 300. What a Jeez, fantastic a achievement. achievement. Mate, honestly, I think that's, uh, I take my hat off to him. And what a, what a club man. I mean, there's, these days where we're talking about constant chopping and changing, people ending careers, having played for umpteen clubs, this is a fantastic moment for the man. I mean, look, to play with the club, I mean, I'm going to sound completely biased and I don't care, I'm unashamed. But at the end of the day, mate, to, to notch up 300 for this club is just sensational, mate. And I think... Hey, my old grandfather was still around, mate. He'd be shedding a tear right now. Well, that's the thing. It's a, he's, he's the first player. Think of all the great South Sydney players Absolutely, that played the mate. club. He's the first one to reach 300. And we'll talk about it before. He's in some of the best form of his career. And, you mate, know, sensational. I, um, you know, there was a period there where he was his form could be questioned. You know, yep. He didn't take on the line enough. You know, he was just playing 5'8". He, he was slow. Big, he was lackluster. He was, yeah, there was that period there. And then around the grand final time, he found some form. He Absolutely. led into the title. But again, in the last couple of years, he hasn't been playing great. This year, he's, he started running the ball a lot more. Very and he's a so. big body. And he just, you know, we talk about, you know, his off-field stuff. You know, he's mm. an amazing clubman. And, you know, we took, should he get a testimonial like those other guys? Yeah. Yeah. I think he definitely should, even though he, he's, you know, he hasn't played as much at footy. Hasn't totally played any agree. footy, but totally he's agree. been outstanding. And we talk about great clubmen. You know, Luke Lewis announced his retirement mm. yesterday. Mm. Um, another one. Yeah, he's been playing for 18 years. Yeah. Like these guys have been, you know, you look at some of the players now and you think 18 years down the track. Yeah, look at Luke Lewis, a right. skinny winger. Oh, yeah, um, and now he's a you know, second rower. And someone like John Sutton, mm. who was a 5'8", you know, quiet kid. Now he's the face of the club. He's, That's right. Yeah, he's a, a, I, one one thing with Luke Lewis, mate. I mean, I remember him obviously when he started out there with Penrith, with the blonde tips, mate. <laughs> he was yeah. one of the two Lukes, if I remember. Yeah, that's right. right. The two Luke, Luke Rooney and Luke Lewis. But um, if you look at him, mate, he's always there's always been one constant with Lewis. You always know what you're going to get with him. He's a hard player, and he, he gives everything. He, he leaves everything out in that field. You know, you know that you've always got. I've not actually seen a game that he's played in where. You could say, oh, geez, he wasn't at, wasn't at top form this week. Oh, I, I, I love watching Luke Lewis. He's a great player. Even when he's on, you know, he's on the team you're not you know, you're supporting, you know you're in for a tough game and you play Luke Lewis. As a fan, you don't really like him because you know that he's going to be, <laughs> he's going to stand in the way of your team winning. And that's, a, and you know, same as Johnny Sutton, he's been out, those two guys, you know, in particular is a great praise this week because you won't find two better players, better blokes, and they've both played over 300 games and, you know, a lot of it's been done in the forwards for mm. a lot of them. It's a tough game, and um, well, I got to say, Chris, these are the sort of blokes that I like to like to celebrate because they don't get all the accolades, they don't get all the screaming from the heights. They're they're not the top, you know, the 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 big three or the yeah. that we all <laughs> they don't have of. a tagline, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. But they're they're just the constant unsung heroes that do that can can win your win your team games. Absolutely. I mean, you know, and and they are, and as you say, I mean, very much so with Sutz, he's He's, he's become the face of the club. Um, you know, not bad from a bloke, for, for a bloke from the Bra Boys and all that sort of thing. He's the best player. You know, they always just say Phil Mickelson was the best player to never win a major. John Sutton's the best player to never yeah. play representative football. Um, he had that train off with uh, Josh Reynolds at one time to try and get on the bench. He didn't make it. But yeah, he's the best player to never play a representative yeah. game. And it's, yeah, it's disappointing because... As I said, it's probably if he showed the form now that he showed Absolutely. five years ago, That's right. he would have been there in a heartbeat. You know, he's it's you know, 
it's amazing how that one changed to an edge and you had yeah. a couple of players around him just rejuvenated his form oh, and everything. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we're heading now into the business end and South obviously do lead the competition on 28 points, but we're going to focus towards the, the bottom end of that top eight, which is only three wins away. Mm. Um, it's getting very tight between, you know, the, Bris the Warriors, Brisbane, Canberra, West Tigers, Conundrum around yep. that area. Yep. Um, we're joined now by Josh Bartlett, uh, Group Digital Journalist, to talk all things West Tigers and the run into the eight. Josh, welcome to the In The Clear and Arrow podcast. Good morning. How are you guys? Oh, well, well, you're West Tigers down there, base. They, they've, they've got some life now. Are they they chance to make the eight now? It's uh, become the Robbie and uh, Benji show, hasn't it, mm. <laughs> in some ways? Are we back in 2005? Or? Yeah, we're uh, in a time tunnel all of a sudden. It's a funny old year, and then Marcus Embi is just throwing the mix as well, and Josh Reynolds. What's going on down there? But anyway, uh, yeah, look, mate, it's um, nice to see a bit of life in the Tigers uh, after such a good start to the year. Uh, they kind of lost their way for for a little while there, um, but look to be kind of back in some form. Yeah, I'm. I'm Brisbane for me. I, I, you're a Brisbane fan, aren't you, Josh? Correct me if I'm wrong. I am, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't hold it against me. I won't hold it against <laughs> you. But tell me, they're, they're they're on 22 points. They're four points clear of the Raiders and the West Tigers. On this show, we've been very critical of you know their halves and you know their ability to you know to win games. Like have the have the rub of the green, should I say, in winning mm. their games. Um, where do you see the Broncos? Because last week, you know, the top eight was over, but then they get belted by the Warriors. So where do you see the where do you see the Broncos at? Even as a fan, I have no idea this year. Um, I'll tell you one thing, mate. It made me quite nervous after the Titans win. Uh, people were suddenly talking the Broncos up, and that just uh, backfired completely on the boys. Um, yeah, something about the Warriors in Brisbane just always put up a big, big uh, fight against the Broncos. You'd think they'd put up a bigger fight um, in New Zealand, but over in, up in Brisbane, they always put on a good show. And yeah, the Broncos, I don't know where they're at, to be honest. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think that's why I think. We all thought the the race was over for the eight, but I, I just I look at this West Tigers team now with, with Benji and Robbie leading the way. Unlucky Josh Reynolds has now been ruled out for the season, but he hasn't played many games anyway. So um, I think if they can get that combination going and they get their defence from their early rounds, they've got points in them now. They can be a big threat. Yeah, exactly, mate. I, I, I spoke to um, our photographer, Chris Lane, who was actually at the game. He said it was a shocking match in terms of quality from both teams on the weekend, but the he was impressed by the Tigers' ability to fight it out, show some grit. Um, yeah, they, they really put on a good defensive display, uh, particularly when the Dragons came back at them. Uh, and Robbie Farrar, geez, he was in some good form, wasn't he? Yeah, it's not, not many teams walk away from Cogger with the win, so... That's a big win. They do play uh, Matthew mm. South Sydney Rabbitohs twice. Oh, I was going to say, mate, this will be this this weekend. To be honest with you, will be the test test for the Tigers. I mean, we've as as Chris just said, we got you twice. So I mean, look, I I, I hope the Rabbitohs haven't made the wrong decision by letting Mr. Farrow go. I'm actually quite feeling quite nervous about it, to be honest with you. But um, I think, look, you look at the run home, having to having to play play the Rabbits at the moment twice is probably not necessarily what you want. Um, and looking at looking at the Broncos' run as well, um, there's there's a couple of games there they, they 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 could actually lose the lose those four points quite easily over these next few weeks. But again, having to rely on winning all your games at this point in time, especially against opposition like the Rabbits, I think it's going to be a bit of a hard ask. Yeah, they've got a big game. It's a big game for the West Tigers. Massive game because not only they 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 had a good win last week. If they can somehow jag a win over over South, 
They play the Bulldogs the following week, and then they got Newcastle the following week after that. So they got winnable games after after these next uh, after this round. So um, they'll be thinking to themselves if they can win one out of two against South. That's right. Um, they're a big shot because Brisbane, you know, they play Penrith this week. Uh, Penrith are coming, you know, get all their Origin players back. You know, their Mantles back. So that's going to up in even though it's in Brisbane, you know, I think Penrith are, you know. Well, fancy their chances up there. I, I agree with you, Chris. Absolutely. The the only thing I think about the with the Tigers clash on the weekend as well, you got to think about the mindset of the Rabbitohs. They're going into this. They've actually got themselves in a position now where they're actually clean on top of the table. Um, going in this 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 end of the year, you start to think about things like minor premierships and things and where you're going to finish. I mean, you'd have to think they've solidified their place in the top four. But by the same token, when you when you get yourself clear, you don't want to don't want to fall back either. Yeah, it's Sato's three hundred this week. Surely they're, they're going to lift. They're going to lift the. I tell you something, mate. If they don't lift this week, they don't deserve to be the where they are. Well, it's hard. It's you know, not many teams pull it off well. Like mm. Melbourne, are really mm. good milestone games. Mm. But sometimes you had a pressure. I know you know Souths are wearing you know those sudden three hundred shirts on Monday. <laughs> you know, it's a lot. You know, it can the build up can actually it's you big, know, yeah. take. Your, it's a big week, so. Um, What's it? What's up to now? Eight, nine in a row they've won now. South. Yeah, I think we're looking at nine, mate. Yeah, it's um, you know, you they're, they're going to lose again before they even see. They'll lose one. No, you you don't want to you, you yeah want to win every game, but they're going to drop a game. You would think. Um, the West Tigers, you know, they they got all, all to play for. Everything. They got for. it all to play for. Very and, dangerous. And Canberra's the other team. You know, we talk about Canberra all the time. And Canberra, you know, they lost. They lose Jason. Uh, Jared Croker again uh, for the mm. season. I think they've just got too many troops out now for the and Cro- Aiden Caesar's a big loss, mate. And Caesar's done his hammy, so I think those two. I think you know. I think I'm I'm happy to rule a line through Canberra, even though they've had a couple of good wins recently. Mm. But um, mm. Josh, uh, where do you see? Who do you see that? I know Brisbane are you know down the bottom of the eight, but where do you see teams like the Warriors and Penrith and Cronulla? Those three teams intrigue me. Yeah, I've been really impressed by the Sharks in particular. I think out of that group, they uh, don't always play great footy, but geez, they always find a way to win <laughs> in those tough games. And to have a guy like Valentine Holmes and the form he is at the back, he's just been dynamic. And you guys probably would have heard that Luke Lewis has announced his retirement, um, yeah. which was a bit unex- not to be unexpected, but that might fire up his teammates as well. You never know. Uh, do it for Louis kind of thing. So they'll be dangerous. Uh, the Warriors, God, who knows, mate? <laughs> Depends which Warriors team turns up each week at the moment. Uh, uh, that's the thing. Yeah. There's so many variables in this top eight that we're mm. not like the team that no one's talked about, and I'm not sure why. Melbourne, mm. you know, Melbourne mm. is sitting there seconds. You know, they've got through the Origin period unscathed. You know, they've won all their games. They were able to rest their players last week and still win in Met at, at Brookvale despite resting on their players. Yeah, Melbourne are a dangerous team. They scare me. Always will. You, you will not. You know, you go into final. You know. As I said, the next couple of weeks are crucial for all teams because, you know, you sneak in that top four. You, know, you obviously want to be minor premiers, but you get in the top four, it's a new ball game. You know, the top four start again. So, Absolutely. Um, you know, if Melbourne can somehow jag second spot, it's a completely different ball game because, you know, they don't have to leave Melbourne until the grand final. That's so right. it's a big, you know, that second spot, you know, you look at all the other teams, the Sydney teams, you know, the Dragons, Roosters, Penrith, South, Sharks, you know, there's... Home ground advantage is good, but it's not. It's not like Melbourne or the Warriors getting that home ground advantage. No. So, um, the fight for that second spot, because I, I think Souths, you know, Souths keep playing the way they do. They should lock up first, but that second spot is really big this year. I think more Huge. than most. Yeah. Huge. Um, Josh, what? Are, um, let's look at the other end of the table quickly. Um, 
Where's it all going wrong for the Cowboys and Parramatta? Tell me. Give me something. <laughs> the Cowboys, eh? Like, yeah. from, uh, you know, grand finalists through to, gosh, what a season. It's been a shocker. Yeah. Um, suddenly, their, their senior players look like they've aged five years. I mean, I don't know. It's true. It's, um, when you lose, you do you do look a lot slower. And you do, it's, very, it's very noticeable that they're not just... They just, I don't know what it is. You just expect them to play poorly now, which is, I've never thought I'd say that about the Cowboys. No, they've always been competitive, even when they were slightly down the ladder. You'd expect a good competition from them. And Jonathan Thurston just seems to have lost a little bit of that magic. Has he played one year too many? You could probably argue, but I think champions deserve to go out on their terms. So, And for Para, well, it's just been a season from hell for them as well, hasn't it? So uh, whether buying Jared Hayne has disrupted anything, I don't know, or he's been inspirational. You wouldn't know unless you're part of the um, the club down there. So, very disappointing season for both of those teams. I'll tell you what, for Parramatta, something. I mean, how many seasons from hell are they going to have? I mean, yeah, they had one good year in the last, you know, this is seven thing. or eight. It's, it's very poor. And, you know, they play, it's a good old fashioned spoon bowl this week on Thursday <laughs> when they play Canterbury because if, if, you know, Canterbury are two points clear of Parramatta. If Canterbury win this week, I can't see Parramatta making up two games on them in the way in. Mm. Um, who do you like there, Josh? Para Canterbury Thursday night, ANZ? Give us a tip. I was going to say, good luck to the NRL trying to promote that game. Yes. Um, yeah, it's hard to predict, mate. Look, I don't know, probably the Bulldogs, on, yeah. based on nothing, really. Based on so. nothing. And then that's the thing. It's hard to, it's hard to predict, but... Um, yeah, there's, a, there's not much, yeah. No. You, you, there's no form, there's no. no nothing, you can't do it, so. I'm going back to a classic scoreline between those teams here. Four, t- four points to two. Yeah, oh, they'll be lucky to get to that. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for, join, thanks for joining us, Josh. I appreciate it, and we'll catch up with you throughout the, the back end of the year. Fantastic. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. You too, yeah, mate. Matt, we might Cheers. continue going through the games this week. Um, so, Para Canterbury, who do you think, Matt? Oh, mate, look, I'm, I'm going to just give it to the dogs. Yeah, I... I think Canterbury actually... Will Hopper-Whitey's game last week was really they good. Played. They played well. I think... See, Haynes back to some of his best form now, so... He is, but look, I looked at the dogs last week, mate, and there was a few missed opportunities there. Could have could have easily turned into points. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Canterbury. They yeah. usually play well against Parramatta. They um, do, they do. Yeah, the second game on Friday night, Cronulla-Canberra. Um, mm. In effect, you know, Cronulla could sort of end Canberra's season here. The big one is, you know, Aiden Caesar done his hamstring... In, at training yesterday. I'm not sure what they're doing at training, but mm. he's gone. Croker's gone, um, as we talked about before. Um, they're stretched in. Uh, Cronulla, you know, they were, they were really good last week against the understrength Panda team. Boylan's starting to find some form. Mm. Cronulla for me all the way. Mate, Canberra's gone. Yeah, I think Canberra's gone. Yeah. I, think, I think this will put them to bed this week. Although, I think they're going to have a little slither of hope because I think Penrith are going to knock off Brisbane. That's the first game on Friday, the the Friday night game, the second game on Friday. That'll be um, interesting. Man. I'm tipping Penrith because I think they got all their big guns back. They got um, yeah Mantor's back from injury. Tyron Peach has started coming off the bench. Look at that team. They've got a really strong 17 now, um, and the young guys are coming off the bench, so they're sort of pushing for spots. You know, there's a really good vibe around the team. They might be one week. You know, Maloney's not definite yet. He's mm, still got a pass mm. fitness test, but you know, I don't know. I can't tip Brisbane. The- the problem with a team like Brisbane, and we, you know, again, you say the storm flying under the radar, that sort of thing. But how many times have you seen Brisbane go down one week and the next week come out and put 40 on the side? They'll be pumped. Yeah, they'll be. They'll that's be the thing with Brisbane. And, and, this, the, uh, and that's the thing with the NRL this year, you know, the dead cat bounce thing. It's, you know, it's totally. Their teams, you know, when you're tipping, people say, oh, how can you tip that team? I tipped the Warriors last week because teams are going to come back. That's they, right. They're not going to play the same way as they did last week. And Brisbane are no. going to come out 
and they are going to have a, good, a decent game, especially at home mm. after they embarrass themselves in front of their home fans. Oh, They'll absolutely. be out there. I'm interested. Yeah, they've lost uh, Jaden Sewer, who was yeah, you know, he's been a big player for them. But they get back to Vita Pengo Jr., who's, yep. who's one of their better forwards. Yep. Um, it's going to be a close game, but I'm, I'm going to tip Penrith in a really close game. It'll be a really good game up there, I think. Well, I, I, actually, I, I mean, I, I like I like the logic behind that. I'm, look, I'm going to have to go the Broncos, though, mate. I just think that I've seen it too often. Yeah, I'm, it's one of the games of the round. I reckon it's one of the games around. I'm it's really looking one. forward to that game. Um, first game on Saturday: Newcastle versus Gold Coast um, up mm. at the Hunter. Um, Pierce got him home last mm. week. Um, well done, congratulations! A big return. They get Lachlan Fitzgibbon back this week. Is another big be another big player back from yep. them. The Titans, I don't know. I, they they got dusted last week, two weeks ago by Brisbane. Mm. They get to, they get another game at their home ground against a Roosters team who look like you know reserve grade at best. Yep. Um, they're missing Jai Arrow, who was who has been their best player. Yeah. So. Again, they'll be different, but at home, I can't. I'm just Newcastle all the way. Two on the trot for Pierce, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Even, even though Ponga's not back, um, I think they'll have a bit too much. For, I think so. Um, them, big game Saturday, five thirty. The Tigers versus mm. the Rabbitohs. We've talked about it a bit before, but um, obviously you're going south, mate. But it's going to be a close game. I tell you what, mate. This is always a dangerous game for us, and the, actually, the Tigers haven't got it. Um, they've, they've had a, a good run with us in recent years, and I think. I don't know. I just think that Robbie factor is going to be the one at the moment because he's uh, his insights into our training oh, yeah, and everything throughout the year, mate. So I mean, all those plays. I'm not expecting Jennings to get away with three tries this week. That's for sure. Well, that's the thing. But a lot of teams have said that they just like you can't, can't, can't contain them. that left hand side is so damaging and Poisonous. it's and it's you know the Tigers' right side has to be switched on because you look at that left hand side and even without Inglis, they're still crossing for tries. Very dangerous, mate. Um, yeah, I you know, I find it hard, you know, when you're doing contracts and that sort of stuff and you would have said Souths are letting Farrah mm. go to a club that mm. he plays him twice. It's absurd. Like touch wood, you know, Damien Cook's been the best player probably in mm. NRL this year, but mm. you know, you want to have someone there who can, you know, who mm. can be I there agree. just in case. You know, I, I don't totally know. agree. Anything can happen. Look what look and what happened to Reynolds a few seasons. You you're ago. looking to win the comp this year, not look That's ahead right. to next year. Forget yeah. about it. You've given a team, you know, a player who can mm. potentially, you know, catapult them, you know, into and, the finals. And so. I tell you what, you wouldn't want to be the man that let him go if, if the Tigers do make the eight. Exactly right. And yeah, you know, Farrah could come out this week and brain him, but you know, that's right. Who knows? We'll find out. Um, I'm gonna have to get me rabbits, mate. I mean, to be honest, I'm with you. South. I, I, as I said, I, I see South dropping maybe one game in the, going in, but they got too too many. Points yeah, I, mate. If you have a look, I've, had, I've obviously had a close look at the round home, mate. There's there's three three games where they're playing top eight sides. That's where well, that's where the loss will and come. And one of them's against the Roosters, I believe. Yeah, that's exactly. That'll right. be a massive game. <laughs> um, Big clash. Cowboys versus the Dragons at one three hundred smiles. Mm. Um, we talked about the Cowboys before. Jeez. Um, I don't know. They look a shade of their former self. I'm not sure what that. The, the problem with the Cowboys is, and what I'm, I'm hoping Paul Green might do towards the back end of the year, blood some young players because yeah. the worst thing you do is just keep playing the same players over and over again. Right. I look at that back line. You know, Felt's been one of their better players, but people like yeah. Coot and Linnett, O'Neill, those sort of guys. You know, we they know what they can do. They're getting mm. it on, and uh, towards the back end of the year, I think that he could blood some young players and maybe even some young forwards to go in that pack. It's time, absolutely. The Dragons, this is a big game for St. George, a massive game because mm. everyone's saying, you know, St. George fade towards the back end of the year. Mm. Where are they? Where are they placed? Um, they should have beat the Tigers at Cogra last week. Mm. Um, are their forwards tired from origin? I don't know, but well, uh, it's a must win for them. Yeah, think about it too, Chris, when we were looking at the, the season at the start of the year, I don't think any of us predicted that St. George were going to have the, the run they've had. 
So is this a surprise at the moment with them? I don't know. Well, that's a, and the Penrith, I, Penrith are in the same boat because we weren't expecting them absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Have they reached their? Did they peak early? Maybe they have. And that's a, and that's why it's a big game because if they can't beat the Cowboys. Absolutely, it's going to be a very, very, very telling. The game. The knives are going to be out, I think. Um, very telling game. I'm looking forward to this game. It's probably my second favorite game in the round, if not my favorite. <laughs> Warriors versus Melbourne mm. in New Zealand. Uh, Go you Warriors! I'm back on the Warriors bandwagon. I never left, although I did. I sort of brought my <laughs> ticket to go off, but then I, I didn't use it. Um, if they play like they did last week, they are going to be very, very tough to beat. Absolutely. They, they, especially if Sean Johnson can hold some form mm -hmm. for, for four to six weeks into the finals and then get on a... They've just got the players there that can scare teams. And if they get on a run, I'm, I don't want to play the Warriors at all. At all. I don't want to Absolutely. Play Look, to be honest with you, I think they... Um, They've, they've proven themselves, look, this year, I think they've proven themselves more often than not. Okay, there's still an element of unpredictability. There is. But I think this time of the year, I think you're going to see a bit more of that, um, what we saw at the start. Yeah. I, I really see them, them actually lifting for this. Me too. In a big way. And I think Melbourne are due to lose. I think it's a game... Melbourne have had five in a row or six in a row. Mm -hmm. I think they're due to have a loss. Um, they were lucky to get away with it last they've week. They've been lucky to get a few away I mean, with a few games. a penalty that's got them over the line well, again. To me, that's not a penalty. But that's, that's, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's, a, so, that's an accidental offside. I don't care what and, they say. And, and there's, there's another game winner for Melbourne. You well, know that, I mean? And then Cameron said boots the 40-metre field goal against the Roosters. That's right. Yeah. So you look at those sort of things, mate. They've had a bit of bit of arse about them. So. They have. And I'm, and even, and even the good thing, though, for Melbourne is they've managed to win those games where they rested all their players last week. So guys like Slater and Chambers and yeah, yeah. all those guys are Munster are fresh. So going in. So they'll be, they'll be you know, they they didn't burn them into the ground and they've still managed to win. Well, I was going to say, I'm going to, in advance, congratulate Billy Slater for getting man of the match. Well, I think he's already got the Dalian medal as well. He's I already, it's so. already been announced. I thought so. so and um, he was player of the World Cup soccer. And he got well. the golden boot as well. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, um, we'll um, that debate still rages on. <laughs> don't, don't get me started on that. But this is a really close game. I reckon it's the toss the coin 50-50 game. It like is, the mate, it is. I'm going to go the Warriors just because they're at home. Same, mate. Um, Last game of the round, Manly versus the Chooks. Um, the Chooks got very lucky last week, although they did play decently at, at mm. stages with the yeah, with the team missing a lot of players. Manly, I don't know, Manly should have won that game last week. Mm. Um, yeah, they're going to be you know the Chaboyovich brothers, and you know they they've I think they've played so much football and they've had mm. no chance to rest that it could come back to bite them. It's very telling at the yeah. back end of the year. Um, whether that's now, uh, not sure, yeah, but yeah. I think. I think it's out. At this stage, the team's got too much to play for. I think the Roosters should be able to get them. This is a game your blokes can't afford to drop. No, you can't. You know, not not these sort of, not against this sort of opposition. Well, the um, Roosters are fourth. Unbelievable. Like, that's I can't, right. like you look at the ladder, and the Roosters are fourth on twenty-four. Mm -hmm. But again, seventh. The Warriors are on twenty-four. That's right. So every game now is crucial, and and this because it's the last game of the round. Um, the Roosters will know what, what what could happen. Exactly. And theoretically, Penrith, Cronulla. The Warriors can all win this week, and I've tipped all three of them. Mm. So coming into this, coming into this game, the Roosters could be sitting seventh. That's um, right. And you know, as I said, who knows? They're only two points ahead of Brisbane. So if Brisbane win, you know, they could be eighth. You know, exactly. This round. So big no. games coming in. It's good. I'm looking forward to. You know, Origins over. Origins great, but you know, 
Yeah. Now it's the now. Now, now we can focus on what's more important. It's the business end of the season, <laughs> and it's yeah. And there's some cracking games of footy coming up, so I'm looking forward to dissecting all that in the coming weeks, Matthew. Absolutely. Good luck right. to your South Sydney Rabbitohs on the weekend. Likewise, to your Roosters, sir. We'll um we'll chat next week, guys. Look for us um, on iTunes um, and online, and we'll see you all next week. See ya. See you guys.